Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Z's Cubed with your hosts, Ayla Hadi, Allison Weaver, and Johnny Pinea. Second Z's Cubed is a technical podcast dedicated to critiquing and celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. I just, I, this is gonna completely cut any um, of the gravitas that has been accumulated through this talk. But I just remembered this video of Snoop Dogg. Um, <laughs> going to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you gotta have him. You cannot, you're not. Snoop, has Snoop Dogg makes cultural. pretty good wine, though. Did you know that? But anyway, keep going. Yeah. But he's cultural, you- he's everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> Uh he had a video i think that there was like an olympics where he and maybe kevin hart were doing like commentary on different aspects of the olympics and so (laughs) it was was very funny commentary so there was this one video that went viral where they were um (laughs) watching a video of like dressage um within the olympics And the commentary that they were having had me on the floor. They said that the horse was crip walking. Yes, yes, man, he's crip walking. And then when the horse starts, and then like the guy gets, hey, you got that, man. Yeah, you got that one. You got that one, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had me on the floor. I'm like, wow. The horse is kind of doing that now that I think about it. Yeah. It's like he's wow. like holding a stash. He's probably like he needs to go to the toilet quick, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is a is a treasure though. <laughs> um he also has like these songs for kids and mm. he has like a daily affirmation song for for children. I'm like, who knew that in the year of 2023 I would be playing Snoop Dogg for my little toddler and Snoop Dogg is teaching yeah. him all about sense of self-worth and emotional yeah. regulation. <laughs> Yeah. Funny. yeah. When I was, this reminds me of when I was working the Olympics for Pyeongchang. So, um, I don't think it's the most spectacular thing that you're showing us again, Alison. You know, it is the things that people could go through their entire lives and not know about. What and uh, there are areas, it is a privilege. There are areas there that link us, as you said. Yeah, because. It brings us back to the roots of the fact that we are nomads always mm-hmm. and that there is a certain ritual that we always have had. And whether you do it in different ways, in different countries, you know, whichever it is, there's something that links us all to it, as you see. And, that, and, and you brought that in and it's something so far away from what we would call, I suppose, our popularist, uh, what do we call ourselves now? Plurals. Um, you know, it's it's like uh, the humanity as a whole that we would call the West or whatever. And, and there seems to be such a divergence and separation between, you know, certain parts. And when this comes and you bring it, you, you, you help unify so much in the connection. By just yeah. the people being able to see it, bringing it to the attention. It's like you just bring it to the attention. That's all. And it's just a wonderful thing, Alison. Thank you. Thank you again. Uh, it's been wonderful. I mean, there are so many different art forms and artists and performances that um, I think a lot of people would not have been privy to. And with this whole project, um, there's an opportunity given to those who seek it. Yeah. The people, people want it. They can come get it. I think this is a good place. We could transition to the uh, next part, of course, being the industry news section. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Um, You're winning. You're winning. You're winning at last. You're winning at last. You're winning. You're winning. Yeah, I'm rooting for you. Yeah. Thank you. It's it's a doozy of a topic. No, if anybody has been following um, screenwriters on Twitter or any social media, um, you've kind of already been 
hearing discontent with how the current industry um, is going as far as uh, providing comp- uh, compensation to writers, um, how the streaming model has inherently shifted the storytelling um, flow, so to say, because before, for instance, with television, you always had like 20 to 22 episodes per season. And then with streaming, um, you know, it's, you're cutting down that storytelling to eight to 10 episodes. And, you know, there are camps of pros and cons of uh, pairing it down to such a small number of episodes. But basically um, the writer's guild has been meeting um, with their members to talk about their future. Writers have the screenwriters have been complaining about, you know, not being fairly compensated for their work. A lot Mm -hmm. of them are struggling financially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, But they're saying that right now with the streaming model and the wages are not keeping up with inflation with the way that the streaming model has even shifted the writer's room. um, They're doing more work, even though that there are fewer episodes, but they're doing more work and the compensation is not. Mm -hmm. uh keeping up with it um so the writers guild is basically going to be entering negotiations with um you know the major (laughs) the major hollywood studios word on the street is is that if things do not go well that Um, the members have essentially of the writers guild have essentially given the go ahead that they are willing to go on strike strike May 1st. Um, Mm -hmm. the last time they went on strike was in 2007 and it created such big ripple ripple effects throughout, um, Hollywood, uh, long-term and also like affected the, um, season of the shows that they were working on, you know, for instance, with Desperate Housewives, it definitely affected the storylines and the quality of the storytelling. So um, everybody is sort of nervous moving up to that date of May 1st. Um, we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but um, when the 2007 writer strike first happened, um, you know, the writers were addressing things like streaming you know they're like we we want to have um compensation uh tied to the streaming side of the industry and back then streaming wasn't really a thing netflix was still doing dvds um hollywood was more concentrated on traditional ad Uh, generated revenue Um, so they didn't think that it was that big of a deal and that they shouldn't be the the Hollywood studios themselves that it shouldn't be that big of a deal why are they pressing so much on it but the Writers Guild did insist on putting that into effect Um, but because it was so new and because um, they didn't really know what else to expect it's left these kind of gaping holes where studios can kind of use loopholes to not give writers their full compensation so before for instance with residuals and um reruns and such the numbers of viewers was something that was readily available to writers it was transparent but now with streaming it is not transparent Um, people don't really know the streaming numbers necessarily for all the shows so when it comes into negotiations and fair compensation the writers don't really know how to ask for that compensation because they don't know what the numbers are for the shows that they've worked on Um, so it's coming to a head Um, and that's what is, this is just, I think, a natural consequence of the changing nature of the industry. Um, it's a sad reality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the changing nature of the industry. Uh, They didn't really know what streaming meant or how it would affect the industry back in 2007, but now they do um, have a better idea. So for instance, they um, want 
for instance, um, minimum number of writers in writer rooms. That's not something that is offered to them now. That isn't a protection that's given to them. So if they provide that stipulation of, for instance, we for each writing room, we need a minimum of three writers. That means that they can uh, ensure that there won't be too much of pressure on the writers to provide all of these written episodes. Um, so it's really about providing protections to the writers, trying to give them equitable pay so that they are at least able to afford a middle-class lifestyle. Um, and of course, the studios right now are facing their own set of hardships uh, with mass layoffs um, and, you know, with the acquisition of different studios, they're, of course, acquiring more debt. Um, so it's just kind of a big jumble of anxieties and uncertainty within the industry. Um, so, but like I said, if things aren't resolved by May 1st, we may be looking at a writer's strike and we don't know how long it'll last, but from what is understood, the writer's guild and their members are usually unified when it comes to, um, striking and also their demands so that's just something to look out for hopefully it doesn't come to that but um yeah this is kind of been writing on the wall i've been kind of seeing these rumblings for a very long time just because i follow these screen screenwriters on social media it's always interesting to hear their perspectives on the industry and kind of behind the scenes issues that they themselves have faced mm. Well, I'm I'm facing the same Donnie, thing are you gonna... saying, because I'm in it and I'm at like oh, right now it. I'm finishing off a promo to send uh, to get you know and to go because it's going YouTube. All mm -hmm. of the streaming networks it, 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 look the studios didn't expect it to happen as fast as it did. And mm -hmm. When COVID came and the things happened there, that just caused a crisis, essentially. Mm -hmm you know, and a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, now, Warner, I mean, Warner Brothers, Witness. done, 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 done. They'll probably get bought, but, but Disney might buy them if they've got the money. Um, oh, dear. The whole system of it is changed. HBO, which was a lovely independent company that it used to make wonderful. those wonderful, funky movies that were non-commercial but beautiful to watch, they couldn't hold out, so they got bought by Disney. Um so it keeps you, you see how it is beginning to happen from the top up. The people are worked like above board, like really, really. I'm seeing crews and etc. now working 20 scenes a day. Yeah. Um worse, at a rate worse that they were getting in some countries, 10 years yeah. ago. Um, they're tired, they're not getting enough sleep. The food has even become less. You know, all the fees are it, it, it's become so minch. And I do, I mm. fold, yes, wah, wah, you know, there we go. But they still want to try and put out these big productions. You can't do it anymore. You can't do yeah. big can I, productions. Can I big add So for, from my perspective, because this is one, one of the reasons that I stay in indie world, uh -huh. and mm -hmm. I have not got in bed with those people. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> not saying that if you're an actor that you can avoid it uh, for all the actors out there, but as a, as somebody that does backstage and stuff, I literally could see for the past mm. long time that the conditions mm -hmm. and everything for everybody were just rubbish. And actually mm -hmm. when, and all the due respect to the unions and people who try to make their conditions better for people, but even even, you know, even union work, Johnny, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's gotten, it's gotten worse. And actually the. The union has now become the boss. Man. Yes, because they. And for me, I said to the, my friend when they were like, Hey, do you want to join? And I won't say which union because that local was pretty good. I was going to ask which union. No, no. <laughs> I will like never. your soul. I mean it. No, and yeah. I was like, I'm not going to sell my soul, basically. And I also mm -hmm. said, I also said, I'm, I'm not about to, I'm not about to push boxes 
for several years. Mm -hmm. So someone just looks at me, you know what I mean? Or like Mm -hmm. fight for something. And that's not what happens to everyone. Some people get into the, you know, whole thing. No, it's not but that. Basically, it's still the same thing. But basically people, for me, because I've, I'm comfortable doing a lot of things in tech and I have the skills and experience to do them. And I have the ability to do them for myself. And mm. I said, why don't I just do my own thing? Well, that's much better. Even though I don't have guarantee, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not on the guaranteed mm-hmm. roster. So you have to fight harder to find your consistent mm-hmm. people, especially now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's where I'm at at the moment right now. I mean, you know, that over the past few years, you know, I've been seeing it coming. And that's when I started building the content and started doing things myself. That's right. Because I realized because it's already here. Keep going and to keep creating. That's uh, right. Now I have the avenue is there. YouTube's free. It's free. You must see how yeah. much the guys pay to get like Netflix to pay to get no the cut they give them is unreasonable. Um yeah, yeah. these guys and they've reached their top heavy. And uh all around all the streaming networks, you can see are cutting down, cutting they're done. They're done. I'm, I hate to say it, but they're done. They're gonna it's, they're gonna crash. There will be a streaming as is, but not that kind of level of streaming. That's right. Money is going to change radically as concerns. I mean, more so than what it is now. Um, we we entering well, a even phase the sheer of, volume of shows that they are producing is insane. Yes. It's ridiculous. It is insane. It's not because healthy for anyone. They're, they're, they're working like madness. They're working within a sense of madness. It's like without knowing which direction to go. If you notice, sometimes animals just mm-hmm. run round and round in circles, and it's a yeah. little bit like let's just keep doing what we know. You know, that kind of thing. Well, you can't mm-hmm. because it's not working anymore. Everything's changed. Everything. Um, Everything. Very quickly as well. And and very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's forcing a, which is inevitably what produces, I think, great art, is when you come into the place where people are forced into the situation and there's a pressure in that situation. Um, like the the decision you made, I made the same decision. It's a lifestyle decision, and it's hard. Yes. It's not like it's yeah. simple. Like it's easier no. if you're high up in the broadcasting thing, and great, good for you. But like yeah. we show up every day and we make product, and then yeah. we are always fighting for the next one. And it's it's not it's not simple, especially now, because yeah. now corporate. This is the other thing. You probably know it, Johnny, but corporate is trying to get yeah. away with murder by paying people like oh, yeah. basically nothing to try to produce content because they know somebody yeah. will do it for them. So yeah. anyone who who has a sense of conscience and actual skill, you know, will say no. Yes. And so then they don't they don't get some of these corporate ones that would be more consistent. So what are they doing? They're going to niche or doing their own live shows or other kinds of things to produce their own content because it just makes more sense. And there's going to be a lot of people getting laid off from shows. Yeah. Well, They're the completely I mean, right now the market is an indie market that like I said, yeah. we spoke about it before, you know, which I've never seen, where where the market literally is indie. Those, yeah. the, the 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 guys the the guys that are buying only want to buy indie. They're not even looking wow. at studios, and so because they know where the studios are going. Yeah, they know. You know? And then There's all the people pretty, are trying to go to Asia. Scary stuff out there. That's like you know the statistics point towards some scary things, but it doesn't matter because even right now, every single person in an industry, and it, I think it goes across the board. But it's more obvious in the entertainment because you know we we, we join in that uh, by 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 simply looking at it, and um, the audiences themselves have changed as well. The mm-hmm. mindset of the audience, and I mean that uh, universally, not just culturally and like you know in in pockets. I I, I think generally, the mindset has changed. You know mm-hmm. the the escapist mindset. Um, mm-hmm. Has started slipping a little bit no more because you know escaping is not going to like help anybody and people are in a situation now very much so so um, very much so he's got a ear scratch my world and it's everybody's in a situation now 
where everybody is, I've never felt so lost and at the same time so free within wow. my industry. Now, I've always, I mean, look, freedom is a concept. I don't, you know, go into that. But what I mean by it is that I've never, you know, worried about, like, work. I make my own work. I've always made sure that I'm always creating. That's what I do. It's, if mm -hmm. I create, then I'm happy. And, yeah. and coming into the position of working for the self, um, like you say, Alison, it is daunting. It is yeah. daunting. It is. But then again, hey, 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 how long are we here? Not very long. It's so short, man. If you're not <laughs> going to take the leap of faith and have the courage to do the dangerous, you know, my life yeah, has yeah. been so enriched and wonderful and divine all the times that I've like, like stood on the precipices of places, and I mean that literally. And like you just stand there and you go, yeah, let's go. And you die. Yeah, then you just jump in the water. Yeah. You know, because I mean, we're here to do that. We're here to grow, to experience, to to move into the new things, you know, and for this mm -hmm. to happen at this time. And it seems like certain things have come together also at the right time because we yes. are going to be, all of us will have a voice. And when I say all of us will have a voice, I mean, all of us as humanity will have a voice. Mm -hmm. More and more, your people, you know, the, let's say what we would do. I used to know a chap who used to say civilians, civilians, Johnny. You know, it's like there were actors and artists, and then, and then there were civilians. <laughs> but no more, no more, no more. We've moved back. We've moved to the place where is our greatest respite? Where do we have a voice? Where does humanity have a voice? It is in the art. And the scope and the actual, the place to go has been provided. YouTube has been provided and more and more and more start coming. This is a voice of humanity being delivered as it does in, we don't, nobody speaks directly because you can't. And this is also good. You know, certain things have become sensitive to commercialism. Now, yeah. the moment you come, yes, and everybody, the argument has gone on forever, and I find it very pertinent in the past, but not now. The monetization of creativity, the oldest story in the book, keeping Van Gogh alive, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it's like that's when the creativity becomes free. Right, it the must. more people that are involved, the more people that are relying on money and see products and they see others not as human beings. It's on that level when I realized in full face value within the panic that everyone is going through, humanity was getting thrown to the side. Yeah. You know, that's so true. And this is why, like, for example, in my shows or what I do, I try to put my talent in the front seat and my crew, mm. especially in the front seat. Mm. Because that is the one thing that I'm seeing just completely going down the tubes at the moment, the value of the humanity, not in pounds, not in rands, not in like dollars, not in financial value. We are talking about the value of an incredible creation in creating in beauty, in art, in all the things that are going to carry on. In the panic, that can get very, very broken, you know, and I'm just glad that the avenues are still there. You know, it's, it's wonderful that at least there is an avenue, you know, to go and take your products, and you can go and do it. So, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. And then I'm seeing the panic and fear that is everywhere, and I'm hearing about it all the time. I, I speak to people in the States, yeah, they, 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 and all of the companies are like in the basic shutdown, the big boys. Yep. Even yeah. Walt Disney is like, I tell you, Walt Disney's tap dancing like you cannot believe. Yes, they are. They've they been in so the big. They are so big. I mean, they really are. I mean, that is that is your your classical kind of like you know despotic system. The whole of Rome. It's <laughs> so big you can't go wrong. You know, everybody sits there and just goes, "We can't go wrong." You know, yeah. in, in all of like generate this thing is now done. We are it. 
and suddenly realizing that it's a very big possibility that they're not. And then they're all trying to merge with, go outside offshore to like Bollywood, Hollywood and all the rest to try to save their life. But that's not necessarily going to happen. It's drowners. It's a drowning person in the sea, man. I mean, it's it's, it's so similar. When Mm -hmm. a person starts drowning, no matter what kind of person they are, they become the most dangerous, dangerous thing in that sea. A shark is nothing like a drowning person. When a yeah. person starts drowning, that panic, that panic, and facing that panic head on when you're also in the water and you're just trying to save the guy, and you see that that panic, it'll do anything. Right? It'll do anything. It just doesn't know what it's doing. It, it All rationality falls away. So what you were saying about the fear factor and all that stuff is where the indie circuit and where we are in the indie place is, to me, the safest, the That's most right. wonderful, it's most great, the most joyous, the most free in the sense of being able to go out there and speak what you want to speak, say what you want to say because you have that right because you are, I am, yeah, and right through the ages it has always been the one theme that has carried through is where the artist and all involved have stood by the one thing they've said, we will not allow ourselves to be sold. Yeah. Or sold out. So to speak. You, you know what I mean? I don't want to depress anybody, but I'm not being depressing about it. What I'm saying is there's no trust anyway. So let's face it. Let's call it mm. like, you know, it's, yeah. there is no trust. Never has really been trust. There's been fake trust. But, you know, there's been this, that, this, that, but we've passed it. Mm-hmm. It is now the 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 mind has to be open. It is it, it's challenging time. I'm 60 years old. You must realize I'm like I'm sitting at a time where you don't really want to do like complete like a rebirth in the sense of like have to like now go and start again. You know, yeah. I don't think it'll be as drastic as that. I might be seeing it like I do dramatically. Everything's dramatic in my life, but I look at it. And that's my only option at the moment. Right. That is my option. The good thing. It's a pivot. That Mm. when we, when we have these changes, there's always, at least for me, that I've been through quite a ride in my life. Yeah. Uh, And I'm not even that old. That's amazing. But uh, I think when you choose the difficult path, there's always going to be those those things that they could go like this. And I was very frustrated, like, for example, this week with some things and there's always these up and down movements, but then there's always a window or a trap door or a hidden wall or something that opens up and creates an opportunity. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that's what people should know. And I think we should, we can go to the industry question next, but um, the, the thing that I always come back to is, if you're going to do the hard path and you know that's the right path for you, I'm going to say this to whoever needs to hear this because I was literally reminding myself this the other day. When you choose the hard path and that path's the right one for you, you're going to run into those obstacles. But those obstacles are placed there because you can't go to the next platform until you learn how to grow past those obstacles, go over the obstacle, mm-hmm. under it or whatever, because that builds the strength of the muscle for the next part of the platform. And if you try to skip to the next one before you're strong enough, just like when you're training for a race or a sport, you will not succeed at the next level. And that's, that's what I think that's we could. Straight on, straight right, on. And with this part. Before we go to the next part. But yeah, I just uh, wanted to say that because everyone can either approach this with a fear Mm -hmm. or you can think of it as part of your own business cycle. You're going up and down. Embrace your own beauty. Yeah. Embrace your own beauty and creativity. Now, you know, you're not fitting into another or interpreting another. You're embracing your own creativity. And if the intention at the bottom is there, that intent, like you're talking about, making that decision, the intention is stronger Mm -hmm. than anything in the world. I promise you. Desperation is just dangerous. 
Yeah. And yeah. when you have an intent, when you talk about it, there are obstacles in everything. And I would rather be facing an obstacle than having the obstacle coming at me from behind. Yeah. Yeah. Which anyway. I would say the industry is at the moment. Yeah. That's how it is worldwide. It's coming at you from behind. No kiss. True. Yeah. Let's hear the any thoughts from you, Ms. Arla, and then tell us about our industry question because we've been rambling on here for the past Middle Earth ages. Um, I mean, honestly, I think there is a general sense of panic across the board, across the board, across industries, across, um, you know, borders. Um, and it comes back to the same thing, which is ultimately um, the realization that you are only a commodity and that commodity is being used and abused. Um, there is so much unethical behavior across the board. Um, and that also transitions to my industry question. Um, and that, and you both touched on it before, but I kind of want to focus it a little bit more to concrete, tangible um, advice as much as as it as much as it is possible. And that is how to how you can advocate for yourself um, when you're faced in these situations where um, you're worth is not being respected or you're being pushed beyond your limits or you're facing this sort of ethical dilemma whatever it may be how can you advocate for yourself within this industry may, well, may i have a go at this you can start because i'm sitting in the, in the position and i mean literally immediately i'm, I'm finishing mm -hmm. off the, the pitch tonight that's going to be there on monday you know and the pitch it's like no pitch I've ever done. Uh, it's like I don't do corporate pitch. It's not a corporate pitch. I'm not begging anybody. I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm done. You know, I've never begged, but like whether you like it or not, you end up on your knees at some stage, whether you believe it or not. And mm -hmm. uh, I, it's come to that kind of place where it's, as you say, so evident, and and and, and people are waking up eventually. Um, to the fact of them being a commodity in the truest sense. I mean, it always has been. Nothing has changed. Um, sure. It's not the certain parts of the of, 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 of people. It's not certain communities that are, you know, it's, it's, it's everyone. We, everything about us is commercialized. Okay. We are of a financial worth. <laughs> yeah. And that is mm -hmm. what we are. Nothing more than that to some, to those that believe that they are, well, whatever, you know, what do you, what would you call it in power or no, I don't know. Um, I don't see power. I see a lot of danger. And here we have, because as I say, for the moment, we have the free scape and the free openings of being able to present what we do to people and people want it. It's the audience wants it. The audience is hungry for it. They want to relate to the truth of your heart. They want to relate to your, your the script that they want to pay you peanuts for and whip you to like do in like three minutes and rewrites in like, you know what I mean? Another five minutes, that kind of thing. And it's now, and it's, it's when you do, and everybody is, Living there on, you have your own life. It's, it's, it's not a separate thing. There's your life, your responsibilities. There's your own business. They're all little businesses, so to speak. Yet at the core of the business is a human. Yeah. And that to me is the most important. That I have found in, in, in everything that I've ever done. And I've faced some giants sometimes. And I'm not saying that I'm like like Mr. Like Wawa. I'm just saying it, it it happens where it faces you. It comes into my face. You know, I'm a good boy at like being able to work all through the like little gaps. But mm -hmm. when it comes into my face, I don't care how big you are, I'll take you. 
I'll go for you. Yeah. I will tell you. Um, and it's come to that time. It's not a time of aggression. I don't feel aggressive. What I feel is I feel sad, disgusted. That's yeah. what I feel. Because if ever there was an opportunity for each one to look after each other, to like watch each other's back, everybody would be fine. But that doesn't exist. Yeah. So fine, all right, that's a reality. Gosh, wow, Johnny, that's new, isn't it? No, it's fine. But once I make the decision, once the decision, and once I I know I know my way by where I stand within my integrity of what my intention is. That intention is strong. And with the strength of intention, that gives me the courage to drive through anything because I know what the odds are. I know what odds I'm facing. I know if I have to do X mountain, X mountain, X mountain, I, I will work 24-7, seven, seven days a week, easy peasy peasy, if I know where I'm headed with that. And if it requires that for me to keep myself and people around me that I love standing, and anybody, anybody that comes to me and needs a hand, I can never say no. It is impossible. Because if I do that, then if I say no, just purely because, why? Oh, well, what are you going to do for me? Is this a, you know, it's always a quid pro quo. What are you going to do for me? And I'm looking at it and I'm going, uh-uh, can't work like that. I don't want to know what you can do for me. I don't, you know, if you if you do, you do anyway. If you work with somebody, inevitably, you are enriched. Yeah, and yeah. everything that one with the right intention and 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 the vehicles are there. And I'm, I mean, it's even I'm, I'm going into places where I'm going to take all places. I mean, and I've got the Shakespeare going. I've got the, the other show going. I've got all these things that I'm putting together, putting it on the channel, sell the channel. Do that thing, sell, get out there, bang it. But I'm doing it, which is cool. I'm, you know, I'm not under somebody else's. Mm-hmm. You're always under somebody's control, but there we go. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, please render Caesar, whatever. Um, marvelous, you know. But uh, I, 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 I'm hanging on to humanity, and I really, really, I, I cannot believe what I see around. And that's the thing that makes me sad, I think. Yeah. But then on the other side, it makes me very happy when I get into doing my own stuff and I'm doing my – and so like scripts, you talk to me about writing. Yes, everything has to be scaled down and made more doable. Thankfully, we have the kind of equipment and the kind of technologies that have come into being now that we can do it. We can scale down and still produce really entertaining and beautiful-looking quality stuff. Can still be done. Oh yes, uh, the 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 value of for the meantime the value of 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 uh, finance or whatever you call it, the dollar is worth nothing. Look at the reality of it. We need it to pay the rent to do that to do that. Yes, but on the general scale, we are watching the thing going down the tubes. Watching. Mm-hmm. A change has to come. A change is happening. We're in the 60s, revamped, you know, super juiced, pumped up, giving it a go. And we have a whole world out there hungry who want to relate because we all relate. And it runs on the same theme, respect. Respect. Yeah. And that to me is beautiful. It's like we are standing in the cusp of one of the most incredible adventures ever. And to worry about something, why? We've gotten so far. Good grief. I mean, the fact that I personally I speak for myself, the fact that I've gotten so far, I, I mean, if I have to look back at like how this happened and the things I've gone through and done and like still maintain to get to here, what I must worry about tomorrow. No, no, I spoiled today. I'd rather like make something beautiful today. Because every time I make something beautiful, 
I just feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's good stuff. For me, uh I have to stay true to myself. That's number one. It's I have to stay mm-hmm. true to my conscience, to my art, to me as a person. I consider my entire being's well-being to be the most important. And I am working to balance more because I think in show business, just like healthcare or any, or maybe any related profession that is serving or required to do something at all hours of the day and night, um, it's a very, very big chance for someone to burn out easily. So I um, think as far as projects and standing up for myself and things like this, what I can say here in the public record is that I try to negotiate the best things for myself, for my people. And if I see something that's rubbish, I usually don't hesitate to talk to someone or have someone talk to someone privately if it's in the best interest of my whole group, mm-hmm. that's really important. And if I need to say no to a project because people are being rubbish, then I will. We can't do something just as a nonprofit project. I'm sorry to say, mm-hmm. dear corporate. So yeah. I've 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 actually declined lots of different kinds of projects that because it's what it's not profitable. It's not profitable, and what they were expecting was ridiculous. So when I see when I see rubbish, I just I just say it for what it is, because I guess now, unlike before. I know that. This this thing called money is a tool to be used in my mind. It's like, uh, you know, a hoe, the ground or no. And it goes up and down. It comes and goes. And I've learned Mm -hmm. how Mm -hmm. things work better. (laughs) Like. You yeah. can, you can do something yeah. like there's lots of different loopholes and whatever. Oh, but, yes. And there's lots of different things that are the hidden rules. And yes. I realized that even if you're going through a dip, they still, those, all those people, they still yeah. need you. And so yeah. like the financial system is also in a position, I think, well, of stress. And it doesn't matter what industry you are. doesn't matter how smart you are. doesn't matter who you are. It's in a time of stress. And so the biggest thing for me is to stand up for myself and for my own conscience. And if I stand up Mm -hmm. for myself and I'm treating myself well, and I'm treating my people well, Mm. and yes, does that mean that I'm going to make a splash sometimes? Sometimes you have to make a splash for something. But it's not that I'm running around trying to be liked to try to get more shows that way. It's a matter of my yeah. people's health and safety and myself. And yeah. so, all of us. Yeah. and I think that's for work of any kind. Yeah. And so if you cannot, if you cannot stand up for yourself, that to me, I never understood what it means to love the self until I, I, I stood up for myself. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's it me for very my, early, my soul, and it's like, when I stood up for myself that I realized that is what loving the self means. It doesn't mean anything else. It just means that I find myself enough worth that you don't do that to me. Right. I call and, you it. know, the client, the client, whoever they are, they will usually respond. In that. We have to have the confidence that, man, it wouldn't be there. We wouldn't be in this situation. We wouldn't be who we are. We wouldn't know what we know. And we wouldn't want to do the things that we want to do if it wasn't going to be done. That is the security. Yeah. And I think also there are things that we are meant to do in the world. And those are the things that are part of our life journey. And those yes. things, if you're meant to do that thing, it's going to still happen. You're going to still do. You're going to be there. You'll be there. Nothing yeah. will stop it. It's like us now. We're talking to each other here now, right here and now. This is a reality. This is. 
The things we're saying to you, this is now. It's not a fiction. It's not an illusion. It's not a fantasy. It's this is it. This is truth. So in these things, and we have the means to do it. Now, if there was no means to do it, we would make means. We would just you know, create other ones. Yes. Those <laughs> came about. That's how like caravans came about. And that's how, you know, all these things happen. Circuses and jumping around and things like that. All these things come from the necessity of the time. And that drives it forward into another gear, into another place. And what I'm seeing is one of those things that I, I thought had died and would not be there. When they, the internet began, I, I immediately, in my mind, I thought it would be divine if there was a space for humanity to be able to express themselves truthfully without recourse. That would be probably one of the most divine things. Obviously, yeah, it's unrealistic. Um, yet I now feel exactly the same because I do feel that everybody's been pushed into the corner. They've got nothing mm -hmm. to lose, nothing to lose. And I think mm, actual values of why we do what we do have come to the fore like never before. You know, it's not like that, that, that lovely thing of like where you flip from one thing to the next and it all just does its thing. We're at the place of where we are the creators in every yeah. sense. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's there we go. That did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, did it. Yeah. yeah. I think we yeah, yeah. I think you said it. Anyway, do you want to add anything to this? Uh I uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I just think that this is um you know, a pertinent topic with just the blatant exploitation of labor that's mm -hmm. just been mm -hmm. happening across the board. Um, mm -hmm. So I thought it was an important topic to broach Very. and to get advice from people within the industry, because I think that's a choice that um, people, of course, across the board are going to face in their life. But I feel mm -hmm. it's especially magnified within the entertainment industry mm. um so thank you for providing that advice i'm sure that it'll <laughs> be of some guidance to um people listening in from all over the world there's no such thing as anybody thank you for first of all bringing this to this because it is you know i've been saying to you like it's like we're going from silent to talkies you yeah. know that's You're the kind of change we're in and uh, the, 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 um, it, is, it is the situation I've been laboring that like, oh, please, that's been, because it's on my mind all the time. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, you bringing this into it, it's like what I was saying, if you have what you've written and you want what you've written to, to live, it will always live. I, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm taking anything, my old scripts, my stuff like that, and I, I, I'll put it on. I will do the best I can with it. But mm -hmm. I'll do it. Even if I sit there and read it as best as I can and make it as entertaining as possible, I will read it and make it look good. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And give it life. Nothing sits in the shelf. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It kind of reminds me of the project that I'm a part of, um, you know, just on a small basis. But the audio drama, The Age of the Rings, is definitely yes, a Johnny labor of love. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There it's a that. labor of love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the people involved are making it happen, you know, however way they can. You know, they're, they didn't wait mm -hmm. for financial backing or you know to no. get big people on board they it was a labor of love and they got people who love Tolkien involved and it's just been step by step so it's just that idea of that taking initiative that is the yeah. most there is no money in the world can equal that money doesn't yeah. do a thing it doesn't it's a dead thing it's a no, yes it is a tool but that tool is also mm -hmm. changing in the way it's being used now we know this yeah. it's all finding its place and it's to have that kind of trust 
somewhere. There has to be trust somewhere, even if it's in your own voice. Well, it is in my own voice. That's it straight. I mean, you know, it is. That's where I'm at. It's like, this is what I've got. This is what I've always had. This is the way I started. You know what I mean? And this is the way I've always kept it going. I've used this, 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 the gift that was given to me as a body, as a thing, as a whatever, a spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when you put that energy, that energy is the most wonderful energy. That beauty, it is so, and, 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 and unfortunately, it's rare. Unfortunately, it's rare. Yeah. And so when it's there, oh, I don't think about money. I don't think about whether I've got to, like, you know, I, I make sure that I feed my, like, wolves and I make sure that, like, you know, Rose is okay. Like, everything's okay. You know what I mean? The, the yeah, everybody, yes. Done. And it's going to always be done. I can go to great experience, but I promise you now, you know, there is no such thing as uh, you know the fear of lack. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's so been an absolute it's, privilege to see that. Yeah. Also, I should say that this this episode was for my grandmother. May she rest in peace. Yes. She was a yes. painter yes. and. Uh, she also expressed her art in many, many ways. And my oh. grandfather also, so for them, and they both rest in peace. Oh, he was a photographer yes. and yes. a journalist. He did a, a oh, lot of oh. really amazing things in art. So this for them. And uh, I think there are always those inspirational people that always have yeah. um, an impact on your art. And so that's for them. Yeah. It's, think that's a good way we can pause out this recording so Alison, thanks everybody thank for joining thank you our so program. much thank you thank, thank you. you cheers we'd like to thank you for joining us for today's episode this episode was produced by alma pictures and baker street join us next week for the next episode of our podcast Thank you, merci, gracias, gracias, danke, and have a great week.